a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. Welcome back to the show. We have gotten a little distance further into Bob's retirement, but I could not wrap up the show until we had this final guest. I was able to catch up with Russ. He coached alongside Bob for many, many years. Russ was the men's coach, and it was so great to chat with Russ and hear from his perspective on what it was like to work with Bob and just have um, some well wishes from Russ to Bob. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. We welcome Russ, who was the men's coach, men's head coach from 1979 until most recently, uh, 2020. Welcome to the show, Russ. Hi, how are you doing, Susie? We're doing great. We are glad to have you here, and we are celebrating Bob's retirement, so I'd love to hear some of your favorite memories with him. Well, we've got memories. I'll share the ones that we can share. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'd love to hear them. Well, you know, Bob and I shared an office for maybe 35, 40, 35 years at least. And um, if it wasn't sharing an office, it was with the door open between us. So mm -hmm. um, 
I kind of remember living in the basement of Boyden where we would be there and we didn't see the light of day and we'd come out and there might be a snowfall and we'd look at each other, how that happened? Right. Or we'd be down there and run across the floor in the middle of uh, talking to a recruit. So there's some good memories there. Um, one of the first things I remember, one of the fun times we had was, I it might have been 84, 85, something like that, one of Bob's first years, we decided to do a training trip to Florida. We didn't do the flying thing. We rented five vans. He was in the lead one. We called it Squid One. I was in the back one. We called it Squid Five. And this was before, believe it or not, we had cell phones. Uh-huh. So we had CB radios, and we just communicated the whole way down. Kids were driving the middle vans, the middle three vans, and uh, I can't believe we actually survived those trips. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that must have been uh, quite an adventure going down to Florida with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five vans, 27-hour drive, and we were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, some of the best stories people had were of travel trips. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, traveling with the team... I know you, we always know the kids are doing a lot of hard work in the pool, but they're also having a lot of fun, too. And, uh, you know, those training trips through the years have been great. Um, from going to Florida back in the day to, you know, present day when we went to Puerto Rico. And uh, it's just always fun to be there. When we're done training, Bob and I could sit and uh, just talk about things and be in the sun. So that was always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And what was it like to work with Bob? It was awesome. I mean, we really bounced off each other uh, really well. Uh, we kept each other grounded really well because it's a stressful job, and the stress went up and down uh, for each of us, you know, and having uh, someone in the next office that I could always talk to about things and vent. We would vent to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was the the best thing we we could support each other and with different people you know different personalities but both really enjoyed the coaching life but it, it uh the stress and having someone there that i could trust and talk to i think that was the best thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely that uh you had a, a confidant who knew exactly what you were going through in in the same aspects as, as a coach and being a mentor to so many people yeah yeah, I mean, one of the things that coaching Bob and I would talk with about, about this a lot is, unfortunately, a lot of the time you get a lot of negative energy coming, and when you can turn that into positive energy, that's the exciting thing. I think Bob was really good at that, yeah. I think I was good at that. That's why we always had that camaraderie within the women's team, within the men's team, but cross-team. You know, even though we didn't practice together, Bob and I always felt it was all one big team. And um, being able to uh, share our ideas, experiences, and how we dealt with it, mm-hmm. I think was one reason I survived, and I think one reason hopefully he survived the, uh, the pitfalls of college coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would definitely agree with that. One funny story I got to tell. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> he, uh, I think he got T-shirts one year for A10s, and I think they've gotten one year, fourth the next year, third the next year. So they were five, four, three uh-huh. on their shirt. All right, And then that year they got second, which was tremendous. And then Bob sent out an email to the alumni 
So in what they did, and what they did at A-10s, once they got second, they took a number two and taped it to their shirt. Mm-hmm. Bob, however, had a little typo in his email he sent out to all the alumni, and it said, we were so happy we taped the number two to our shit. <laughs> oh, no, Bob! I do, I do. It was it was a very exciting time to be on the team. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is so funny. And well wishes for his retirement. Oh well, for me or for both of us, it's a lot less stressful. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. Uh, I've I've learned that uh, you don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning regularly, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Bob's learned that too. But I know he's enjoying getting on his bicycle and I'm enjoying uh, being at home and, and hanging with the dogs. I've already taken another part-time job and uh, Bob and I are still working with our master's program. So um, we're staying involved. I love hearing that. Well, Russ, it has been so fun to hear from you and Bob, you were there for us for so many years and we'll always be here for you, but thanks for joining us, Russ. Hey, thank you. Bye now. <laughs>